Welcome to Get Fresh with Michelle Gerasoli, a podcast that gives you fresh ideas for living your best life. Enjoy our conversations that center on the acronym FRESH. F is for food, R is for recreation, E is for experiences, S is for our sponsors, and every episode closes with an H, a happy story or memory. I hope you enjoy this little break in your day, listening to how others are living fresh, and I'd love to hear your ideas. Reach out through my website, freshrebellion.com. Hey everyone, happy 2023. This is not the first podcast we did in 2023, but the last one we did in 2022 was kind of a reflection on the year. And I wanted to start this year with some trends. I always enjoy kind of getting a pulse on what people are doing. And I, maybe it's because of my years in digital marketing. I always wanted to connect with what people were searching on, what one of the popular keyword phrases for searching are 2023 trends right now. So I figured since we have our categories here of our podcast of food and recreation experiences, um, I would focus on that. What are some trends in those areas? So first up, as always, is food. And I'm going to admit, looking this up, I felt a little bit disappointed at the food trends for 2023. You know, last year, I think I did one episode talking about charcuterie boards. That was a big trend for the last couple of years. And I've seen fruit ones and holiday themed ones and even sweet boards where a friend of ours brought one over for New Year's Eve. It was cookies and chocolate covered pretzels and chocolate covered fruit. And it was really decadent sweet board. The trend for this year, I had to roll my eyes. It's butter, butter boards, softened butter spread on a board topped with herbs or spices or cinnamon sugar and then served with bread. So you literally just dip the bread on a tray of smeared butter and eat it. And, you know, I have to warm up to this idea because I I don't, I don't want to be that trendy. Like I don't, I don't, I think I like plain butter served in a dish that you spread on your bread with a knife. I don't know. I guess we've been doing this to cream cheese for some time where we put things in it and we put it on a bagel and or on a cracker. And so why not butter? And really, if you think about it, they have had like herbed butter where they roll the herbs, parsley or basil or, you know, rosemary into the butter and serve it so that it's not really a new concept, but there's something about presenting it on the board that seems a little pretentious. I don't, I don't know. I'm not a big fan of this one, but let me know if you've tried it. <laughs> what do you put on your butter board besides butter? What do you top it with? Yeah, I don't know. Jury's out on this one. So I wish I could say it gets better. The second trend that I discovered, wait for it, fish in tins. Yes, tinned fish. <laughs> Tin fish is a trending, apparently. Um, I have had fish out of a tin. And, you know, you think immediately of tuna fish in a can. Nothing spectacular or fancy about that. But if you think about anchovies, they come in a tin. I have had octopus in a tin with, you know, with the oil. And I guess that's the new thing. People are, you know, putting those on their boards or serving them with cheeses and crackers. And you take the fish out of the tin. For Christmas, we always have the seven fishes dinner. And 
I live in Rhode Island. It's the ocean state. We have a lot of fish around. I just don't think of it coming in a tin. Maybe because I live in a place where there's so much fresh fish. It kind of turns me off. I can't lie. I love Caesar salad dressing that is usually made with anchovies. Someone offered uh, anchovy pizza, which, again, I don't think you should put fish on pizza. I don't know. I guess it's a salty thing, but I don't know. Fish just belongs in a fish fry. (laughs) Not that adventurous when it comes to fish. So that is the second food trend of 2023. The last one I think everyone could be agreeable to, it's outdoor dining. So being outdoors, I know here in Rhode Island, there are a lot of COVID-related grants for kind of to rescue the small business scene. They, They were grants called Take It Outside grants. So, you know, it gets pretty cold here nine months out of the year, maybe eight, seven or eight months out of the year. And you have to eat inside, but you couldn't. The restaurants were closed. And so the the restaurants got um, kind of fancy that not even just putting the heat lamps out, but some of them got those igloos. So you can sit in an igloo and eat. One restaurant bought little gondolas so you could be like your self-contained family unit and go out to eat, but be outside. So that is a trend. I love alfresco dining. I love the restaurants that have walls that open up onto a street or a riverfront. I love little cafe tables. I love a picnic in the park, really. Outdoor dining. I think all of us felt caged in during the pandemic. So it's nice to be able to go outside and enjoy. Not that it's a new thing. People have been eating outdoors forever, but I think we got kind of comfortable and convenient with the chains and the malls and, you know, just eating indoors was kind of assumed we don't have bugs, you don't have wind, but outdoor dining can be an adventure. So those are the three food trends, butterboards, fish in tins, and outdoor dining. (laughs) I'll get to another dining experience towards the end, but I want to shift over to some of the recreational trends. So travel, obviously, is a major recreation trend and multi-generational trips, which is not that you're traveling for generations, but you're traveling with generations. (laughs) So people are taking their extended family with them on vacations. And we did this last year. I think you tend to do that around a wedding experience where everyone's coming together for some celebration and you're there with aunts and uncles and cousins and grandparents and nieces and babies. And that can be quite an adventure. But there's an intentional, you know, focus on traveling with extended family outside of. And so that takes a little bit of coordination, right? There's a bigger group. Not everyone has the same abilities, um, food-like. So I don't think that multi-generational traveling is for the faint of heart, but uh, I've done many trips with my extended family and always look back on those happy memories. So give it a shot. Where would you go with your grandparents or your tiny nieces and nephews? It's a good question. Um, The second one, again, we go back to outdoors. People are looking at not traveling to resorts, you know, staying inside museums. They tend to want to do, there's a huge trend right now towards outdoor experiences. My husband actually just booked a guy's trip with his buddies to ride ATVs throughout the Grand Canyon. And they're going to be camping and going all over. I think it's a company called Wilderness Collective. And they are camping in Utah and Arizona and the north rim of the Grand Canyon. It looks awesome. It looks really dirty and dusty. (laughs) But they have someone camp cook for them and they're doing a tour. And that just sounds like that's going to be quite an experience. But if that's not your style, there are, I looked up 
423 national parks that you could experience the outdoors or even just locally. I've been enjoying the All Trails app. I'd like to hike. I'm putting it out there in public, so I actually do it. We have 39 cities and towns in the state of Rhode Island, which is, you know, you can drive through it in an hour. <laughs> but usually I walk around my house with the dog and I'm using that All Trails app to identify places I can walk in each of the 39 cities and towns. So that is a recreation trend. And, and I, I don't know. I think that we are all working from home, feeling contained, and it's a big old world. I talk about this all the time, talked about it, you know, on previous episodes. I just, I think there's a certain peace that comes with being out in nature that is worth spending the time, even if it puts you physically not comfortable. There's something rejuvenating about it. I'm not talking about like the polar plunge in the ocean in the middle of January. That has I've done that, and that's not really that fun or, or rejuvenating, but um, just getting out there, people. The last thing that I want to share with you from the trends that I researched in 2023 is kind of a blend of the first two categories, and that is experiential dining. You can't just go out to dinner anymore and, and have a meal. That's just kind of passe, apparently. Now you've got to go out and have an experience. And again, this is not new. There have been, usually I think what's unique about this is that it's not just about the food, but it's also about being in a unique environment or having some kind of unique entertainment, right? I always think about like going to a luau, for example, where there's unique food, you know, you don't usually eat luau food, but then there's the fire throwers and the belly dancers. And that's kind of what I think of when I think of experiential dining. But there's also dinner theaters, right? You've gone to dinner and a show. Sometimes it's the same thing. Maybe it's a murder mystery dinner um, where you're eating, but the eating isn't the primary thing. You're eating and watching a concert or, you know, a violinist strolling through or some kind of unique entertainment, or like you're in this spectacular place. You're maybe up on the top of a tall building and you've got city vistas that while you're eating, you can see what's going on down below. Or one of my favorite little breakfasts was on the deck of a indigenous restaurant in Martha's Vineyard up on top of a cliff. And you just saw the waves down below and the ocean grasses and the boats going by. That was just unique to sit there and have an omelet in that environment. So those are two of the trends. But also, sometimes it is just the food. It's like hundreds of times I've been to a hibachi restaurant and it's the way they cook the food in front of you and the flavors of the food that you don't make at home. Or, um, you know, one of the trends right now is the gaucho meat where they come with meat on a stick and they shave it. You know, it's cooked meat and they shave it onto your plate and you, you know. You try different things, different types of meats, and that's a new trend is experiential dining. I'd love to hear what kind of experiential dining, you know, it almost makes it sad to like go to just a plain old restaurant, which is always good too. But those are it, guys. Those are the trends for 2023. I hope you've learned something and uh, share with me your experiences when you get them. I want to hear. All right. Have a good one. Happy New Year. So that's it. Hope you enjoyed the Get Fresh podcast. If you liked it, you can find us on Apple, Spotify, or anywhere you get your podcasts. And please find us online at freshrebellion.com. You can get our links to social media there. Join our Facebook group, Fresh From Rhode Island. And find me on Instagram, Sassy Michelle G, and Twitter, Sassy Michelle.
Talk to you soon. Bye for now.